I find it interesting that people are so just reluctant to talk about the importance of sex as an incentive. I mean, there's a lot of discussion in society, for example, about economic incentives, about jobs, professions, economic inequality, and so on. But there's not much talk about the the role that sex plays. I mean, you know, from the sort of evolutionary perspective, sex has been around since before we were human. Sex is still going to be around long after humans have gone extinct. Like sex is universal. It's it's what drives every single species. But we, I'm just surprised at how often we overlook it as as an incentive for behavior and how fast things are changing in the realm of sex. I just saw this uh, statistic. Uh, from the Washington Post showing that from 2008 to 2018, the number of sex, uh, the amount of sexlessness among men under the age of 30 has doubled. So in 2008, 15% of men under age 30 reported not having sex in the past year. And by 2018, it had doubled to about 30%. And for women, it had, it, it, it increased slightly. It was something like 10% in 2008 to like 15% in 2018. So there was a, an increase, a slight increase, but for men, it has doubled to the point where about one in three young men are reporting that they haven't had sex in the past year, which is a very new thing. Um, despite the despite the mating apps. Right, despite the apps, despite um, even more uh, support supposedly for um, sexual freedom and for polyamory and novel relationship arrangements and the further sort of devaluing of, of the importance of sex, um, more people are having less of it, men and women, but especially young men. Yeah, well, my understanding is that's damn near epidemic in Japan. Hmm. So What's happening? A tremendous number of young men in Japan are falling into that category. And, and in fact, this society has become increasingly sexless, even among young people. I mean, that's reflected to some degree in the declining birth rate. But now, oh, right. it's been a yeah. long time since I look, looked at the statistics, but that's my understanding. And so if it happened there, it's not surprising that it you know, might happen here. And that might be mm -hmm. a consequence, too, of this emergent polygamy that we were describing, is that all the spoils are going to a very few few men. Of course, there's also the, the, also the effect of pornography, which is a substitute and... You know, that's yes. also, I don't know much about the literature on pornography use and, and the relationship between it and, and actual sexual activity. Um, I have read some ominous things about the increase in failure to achieve erections among young men that, mm. at least in principle, is a consequence of pornography use. But um, I don't know how I've reliable that seen, is. Um data that that married men are more likely to experience divorce if they watch any amount of pornography and it's sort of uh you know the more the more pornography they use the more likely they are to to get divorced um i think that yeah this this is another i mean this is a very recent invention too sort of streaming digital pornography um I've heard that researchers are having difficulty even studying this simply because they can't really find a control group they you know there's no young men who don't watch porn at least at least have never not been exposed to it and so this is a very difficult thing for them to even even right. study well it's an it's another indication of the emergence of polygamy because it's virtual polygamy you can have an mm. unlimited number of attractive sexual partners now it's all virtual right but but that as that is a transformative technology i mean, I mean you there's can see these, more pictures uh, of of nude women in one day than anybody in history would have ever seen in their entire life. 
Yeah, and and I and I see this, uh, you know, the the consequences of this, how young people interact now, where there's even these contests to see how long they can go without watching it, almost like it's a game. Um, you know, these sort of communities on Reddit or on social media, mm-hmm. where they'll sort of um, try to um, go for a month or go for ninety days or whatever without watching it. Um, at no first, fap. I think it starts as a game. No fap, and they're mm-hmm. trying to, I think. You know, on the one hand, it's it's sort of a game for them. It's a contest. But on the other hand, I think there is this underlying, you know, b- beneath the sort of joking around about it, I think there is this view that like this probably isn't good for us. And let's see if we can get off of it. And let's see if we can stop. Um, and I, I don't I don't see like how this isn't changing people. I mean, I was I feel very fortunate because I came of age just before, uh, you know, sort of uh, fast Internet and all of this stuff had started taking off like right before YouTube, all of this stuff. And I can imagine that if I was a, I don't know, if I was 13 and all of this stuff had existed today, like I'm sure it would be warping my brain in one way or another. I mean, between between the internet, between social media, and then of course the digital porn and the endless images. Um, I, I don't know how like very young boys are are dealing with this this new um, this new technology. Well, these are all. It's very difficult for society to structure itself around monogamous norms. That took a lot of work. And when that's taken apart, it's not at all obvious how to put it back together.